This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, February 2nd, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The president's race to the top fund, part of the stimulus plan, builds on President Bush's No Child Left Behind Act, at least in one sense. It is continuing to inject the federal government into decisions about public education, best left to state and local governments. So says Cato Institute policy analyst Adam Schaefer. The president plans to spend a few billion dollars essentially injecting the federal government into a policy direction role in, uh, in, in terms of what the states and now districts do. Uh, he got some resistance from state uh, governments, in particular Texas, as Governor Perry has been the most prominent, uh, who did not want to increase federal involvement even for a few million extra dollars. They thought the opportunity costs were too much, filling out the paperwork for possibly not even winning the prize. And then also uh, uh, situating the state where they're beholden to the federal government for their reforms and what they think is working rather than what the state government or local districts think are working. Um, The president then uh, proposed to go around the states directly to the districts to disperse the funds, essentially cutting out the state's policymaking role in education. And that's a very aggressive move. The, The federal government really has no business whatsoever constitutionally Uh, being involved in education policy, and they certainly don't have a role in cutting out uh, the responsible level, which is the state government. The No Child Left Behind Act essentially laid all the groundwork for doing exactly this, though. Oh, that's correct. Uh, No no Child Left Behind, uh, George Bush was big on expansion of federal federal control and federal uh, spending on K-12 education. It's been a bipartisan problem for, for decades, really. Uh, the Republican Party has resisted to a, a fairly significant extent until um, uh, George Bush uh, uh, entered office, uh, George Bush the second, And um, that, that, that's a significant problem moving forward. I think people m- might uh, realize now with a Democratic uh, president in office and him aggressively expanding on what uh, President Bush did, uh, maybe might start realizing some of the problems that they had with it uh, a couple decades ago and, and, and find that resistance is, is probably a good thing again. It's hard for states to turn this money down and probably hard for districts to turn this money down given the fiscal shortfalls that a lot of states and uh, local governments are facing. It's always difficult for politicians to turn down uh, w- what they see as free money. Uh, as, uh, of course, it's not free. Uh, they actually have to uh, spend a good deal of money putting together these proposals. It's a, it's it's not an easy thing, and they're not guaranteed that they'll get the funds afterwards. So they could be putting in a, a pretty sig- substantial cost uh, up front uh, for not that much reward uh, down the line. They're also committing to oftentimes reforms that might cost them money uh, long term. So uh, they might get some money up front. Uh, overall, it's it's not a huge uh, sum of money. And uh, they're not guaranteed that the, the, that this will fund any reform that they come up with long term. So really, uh, it, it could put a lot of states in a problem where they need to spend a lot more money because uh, they, they gave a plan to the federal government and, and they're supposed to stick by it. What's the federal government's record in uh, getting involved in K-12 education thus far? Well, the record of the federal government is, is dismal in K-12 education. Uh, they've doubled per pupil spending over the last uh, few decades with absolutely zero discernible effect. Uh, test scores on the nation's report card, uh, the NAEP test, have stagnated uh, in science. They've actually gone down fairly significantly. But really, it's just been kind of a random walk around uh, no change. 
So uh, over the last 30 years, the federal government has va- vastly expanded its uh, involvement, um, and, and really we have nothing to show for it. And one of the one of the main programs. This isn't out of the Department of Education, but uh, it has a preschool component, which is uh, one of Obama's central uh, uh, central uh, planks in his education philosophy and and policy program. Is preschool and early childhood initiatives. Um, Head Start just recently came out with a study that assessed the impact of Head Start on a control group and a treatment group. It was a a controlled, randomized study like they use in medicine. They found by first grade absolutely no difference between the control and the treatment group. In other words, Head Start has no effect by first grade. It it really has no long-term effect whatsoever. So they've wasted billions of dollars over the past decades on this program that they now want to double down on and expand. And this is one of the things that um, uh, the Department of Education has been encouraging the states to look into expanding on their own preschool and early childhood initiatives. President Obama wants to expand himself. And the race to the top funds are uh, attempting to do similar things at the state level in K through 12, you know, expand charter caps. But that doesn't really do anything. We know we we need to have uh, better, more effective school choice at the local and state level. It seems odd that a plan to inject the federal government more deeply into policy decisions that ought to be made at the state and local level is actually a portion of the stimulus plan. Right. Well, uh, you know, according to to uh, the the the, the reigning philosophy in the administration, I think anything is stimulus, right? Anything they want to do is, is, is stimulus for the economy. I mean, and, and there's some kind of long-term argument to make, obviously, if you in, improve education uh, dramatically over time, that's going to have an effect on your economy. It's not going to have an immediate effect except for on uh, the, the, the actual government employees that currently work in the public school system. And I think that that might be one part of the impetus for the administration injecting so much money into education right now. It sounds good. It's for the children. In reality, it's to maintain uh, union jobs, teacher union jobs in a bloated, ineffective, and overstaffed uh, public education um, uh, industry. What should states do uh, to reassert their uh, primacy in setting these types of policy decisions? I think the states could go a long way in getting control over education again and, 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 and fending off the federal government's involvement simply by getting control of their own budget and their own situation uh, themselves. Uh, obviously, we see in countless areas of policy, when the states don't take care of it, the federal government injects itself into uh, that area. The same thing's going on with education. There's been a constant push to a higher level of government. The states have control right now. They can save a, a huge amount of money on K through 12 education, simply by allowing parents a greater choice. Uh, charter schools save money. Private schools save even more. When kids switch from public to private school on the basis of a, a tax credit or some other uh, private uh, subsidy for their education, there's a huge savings at the state and especially the local level. And we've seen that in, in countless uh, programs and all the school choice programs uh, currently running that they can save a huge amount of money. In Florida, they save about a dollar fifty for every dollar invested in, in tax credits. So it's a 50% return on every dollar invested. That's huge, and it's immediate. Uh, with that savings, they can work on reforming the public education system. They won't need the federal government to prop them up, even in this time of economic difficulty, if they simply move to what most parents want, which is greater choice and freedom in education. Adam Schaefer is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.